ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and children of all ages. Welcome to episode 41 of the Fumble Recovery Fantasy Football Podcast. We'll be breaking down all the comings and goings from week nine, talking about your last minute trade targets. By now, you all should know where you broadly stand, um, or most people, whether you're rebuild, win now, and uh, what your ambitions are for this season. And then we'll be looking ahead to some of the waiver picks and uh, what you should spend um, to acquire those picks. Anyway, with me to break it all down, first of all, we're going to have Mo. Giddy up. We have Paul. Evening all. And Chiggs. Hey, hey. So, uh, happy birthday, Mo. Uh, reason oh, thank, we're you. A, thank you. Reason we're a day late in recording and getting this podcast out is Mo decided to have birthday drinks yesterday uh, when it was his birthday. So, so we um, all went out for dinner. <laughs> virtually, eating at our desks. Yep. So again, yeah, happy birthday, Mo! And you've gone nine and zero, I believe, in our in the dynasty league that you're um, winning. So keep that run going. It's gonna yep. bite though, Mo, with your lack of QBs, mate. <laughs> Tell me about it. Kyle Ale- Allen is my, as my Alex golden Smith is boy. available. Alex Smith is available for your uh, first next year. But, but you're the enemy. I don't know if I can trade to the enemy over here. Hey, I'm helping you out. I'm giving you Alex Smith for a, the meager price of a late first. <laughs> Mo, you can trade with me, man. I'm two and seven, and I just need out the dress bowl. All right, all right. Oh, oh there's right. no dress bowl in that league, but you are in the dress bowl in the keeper league, though. I'm also <laughs> in it. I'm in the effective dress bowl in that league as well. That's a good point to make. I uh, I beat Paul this week in that league, putting him in contention for the dress bowl. Yeah, cheers for that. And you overtook <laughs> him in the process, I right? Did, exactly. Yeah. Good stuff. It was a rough start for you in that, so uh, you've recovered well. I think three I mean, in, three wins in the last four, right? So yeah, but I'm just about scraping by. I mean, bearing in mind I haven't got Saquon, Michael Thomas, or George Kittle uh, as my three guys, it's kind of oh, been wow. a bit, uh, bit of a struggle. Yeah. Michael but, Thomas is back, so hopefully better days ahead for him. Um, I hope so. Because so. I've got him in illegal contact. One of the trades I'm regretting, and it's kind of a segue into our first game, is trading away Devontae Adams in that because he's just been unstoppable. And uh, I said yeah. that nicely leads us into the first game, which was the 49ers and the Packers. Packers won that fairly comfortably, 17-34. Isn't really reflective. It's a bit of garbage time and fourth quarter stuff from the 49ers, but Packers dominated that. Aaron Rodgers, who you've got to say must be an MVP contention. I know his name's not being mentioned much, but he's got to be in the conversation. Had an amazing game. Devontae Adams had a a back-to-back amazing game as well. So, Mo, Devontae Adams, he's one of the players you're sort of um, trying to ride to the ship. Any, Any sort of... And you've got Aaron Jones there as well. Any concerns about that Packers offense at all? Or will you just think that they're just going to be able to ride this through to the end of the season. No, I have no concern whatsoever. Um, one thing I've always noticed from last year is if Aaron Jones is out, Adams feast. If Adams is out, Aaron Jones feast. And um, having both of them, I think they both do fairly well. Um, only thing may concern me a little bit, Lazard coming back um, off of IR. But uh, I, I think you have to keep, uh, I mean, having Aaron Jones and having uh, Adams, they're, they're a good, uh, a good uh, cornerstone, good foundation for a solid team going forward. Because, I mean, yeah. I think that and one Chief, thing I'm surprised, the Green Bay Packers don't have a defense. You don't think so? I thought their defense has been okay this year. I, I, I've been, it's been quite disappointing to me, in my opinion. I mean, especially when you have an, uh, the 49ers. Granted, it was garbage time. 49ers with no wide receivers and Mullins QB, uh, a QB put up 17 points on you. Again, granted, 14 points was during garbage time. But you, you just, I mean, those, you just can't have that. Yeah, and I suppose same question to you, Chiggs, in the same league you have Aaron Rodgers. Any concerns about a dip in form for Rodgers, or you just think he's playing lights out at the moment? Yeah, I think it's that. You know, I think he's playing at that Aaron Rodgers level. Um, and the trouble I've got is that obviously he does well. By and large, you know, Devontae Adams is probably going to do well by association, so kind of cancels me and Mo out if I end up playing him in the uh, in the championship game. But you know. well, someone's looking ahead. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll cross that bridge <laughs> when it comes to if, if I get there. But um, you know, th- that that is going to be the consideration, right? It's you know, I've got um, Rogers and Kyler Murray as my two QBs in that league. 
you know that's basically what's what's helping me do so well so far but um you know for me Aaron Rodgers is a classic trade candidate right if you're if you're going for the championship um you know he's a guy that if you've got a team that's in rebuild or going to go into rebuild he's a classic guy you can try and sort of target right yeah and Paul, anyone on the 49ers you'd start at all at the moment? I mean, McKinnon had a decent fantasy day, but yeah, you know, not... I wouldn't have started him, but I would have been wrong. But um, not really at the moment, is there? No, I mean, Debo's coming back. Duke, would you feel comfortable starting any of them with Mullins under centre? Not really, not really, de- not really anyone actually. I mean, yeah, yeah of anyone, I know he hasn't been there, but Jordan Reed, I'd, I'd, I would have thought would have been a bit safer well i played him in a couple of leagues and he had one reception for three yards yeah so ended up being a bit of a letdown there but I'd, I'd have thought always you know sort of dump off short passes a big tight end would be um would be a sort of dream in this situation but uh clearly not yeah exactly i, I don't think I'm, I, even as a debo owner and chiggs i guess as an iuko and i don't know if you feel any different when he's back but i'm not comfortable starting any of them at the moment even though I mean, I'll try and avoid it if I can, but if it comes down to someone like starting Debo or starting a Jermichael Hasty, for example, then I'm going Debo all day. Yeah, I completely agree. I think that, that running game's going to be a bit messy, and obviously I think Raheem Mostert potentially returns next week as well. Always in line to anyway. Um, mm. I think you know, the receiving game, obviously, with Kittle being out, um, IU and Debo, they're going to be volatile, but you know, you saw what Richie James just did this week, right? Um, yeah, so so there is potential there, you know, if you, if you start the, the Niners offense in the, the wide receivers in the right spot. Mm. So, yeah, I'd be comfortable starting Debo and IU if I had to. <clears throat> okay, next game then, battle of the what was the one and six teams in the AFC South. Texans narrowly beating out the Jags, um, who under center with Jake Luton performed really well, really admirable. Uh, James Robinson continued his hot run with 99 on the ground, a touchdown. Uh, did he catch anything as well? Uh, no, nothing through the air, but still, you know, 99 rushing yards in a touchdown. That's a pretty good fantasy day. DJ Chark, been coming for a while. He's not performed. He had a really good game, seven receptions, 146 and one. I know a lot of people who won off the back of DJ Chark, um, me included, actually, in a um, couple of leagues, I believe. Oh, sick drop. <laughs> well, I have to give him credit. Uh, no, I mean, you. Very... <laughs> Unfortunately, one of those wins was in your league, Paul, where I've got no chance of making the playoffs. So, uh... well, that's all right. It's nice to move yourself slightly away from the first pick next year. I'd like I'd like to have the first pick because I've got <laughs> I should have two good keepers anyway. Uh, Deshaun Watson, really good fantasy day. You know, two passing touchdowns through the air, fifty yards on the ground rushing as well. David Johnson was injured and only managed the two snaps. Um, Mo, have you had any update on David Johnson? Is he going to be available this week or? Um, I have not. I believe it was the concussion protocol. So. Um, right. That... Okay. Yeah, so that that's just gonna go weak. I mean, he should be fine, most likely. Uh, but yeah, you're not gonna, you're not gonna hear anything till Friday. I was quite pleased about it actually, uh, from a fantasy perspective, not from him being unhealthy perspective. I had um, Duke Johnson, and I, I I had to play him because I had no choice. So he got a bit more carries than normal. Oh wow, nice. So he had, he had an okay day. A little bit disappointing on the ground, only two point six per carry. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he, he played very well. But... From a fantasy, he kind of bailed me out a little bit from a fantasy perspective. Yeah, they had a good fantasy day. So if uh, David Johnson's out, are you comfortable starting Duke next week? Depends what your options are, really. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to. I started in without David. It just I was, um, I was lacking in other in other places, so I had to start him really. But um, yeah, I think there's better alternatives probably still out there, depending on the size of your, your um. Yeah, depending on your waiver wise, obviously, depending on the size of your um, league. Fair, fair. And then from a receiving perspective, continued his hot streak. I think that's five games in a row with a receiving touchdown. He's been pretty reliable. Brandon Cook saved his day with a touchdown, but a lot of I, I don't like the lack of um the, the the lack of throws, the lack of receptions. Actually, 
Yeah, what did Will no. Fuller catch? You know, he's only Deshaun Watson's only thrown 32 times in the game, so it's quite a slow-moving game. Yeah. If you think a few weeks ago, Joe Burrow threw over 60 times, you know, so it's quite low, low volume, and he seems to yeah. spread it around a lot. I mean, there's, what, eight, nine receivers here who caught a ball, seven or eight. And, so and it's funny. Um, it's, 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 it's not throwing a lot, but they've got no one running. No, it was um, it was just a bit um, of a war of attrition, wasn't it? And yet they still get fifty-two points. Yeah, I can't remember how we went on the over/under. What the over/under was? I just, I just more mean sort of comparable to last year. This is not a high, a high octane uh, game, but it's still over fifty. Over fifty. Yeah, Should have so... mentioned um, we we did call out that uh, you kind of missed the last betting episode because of your low score the week before. <laughs> Nothing to do with your daughter's I, birthday. I was but... penalised. <laughs> I had to throw one out there. I could see Shiggs was just trying to copy all my picks. So I thought, I've got to, I've got to throw out some bad ones, have a, have a step <laughs> out for a bit, give him a chance to rebuild, and then come back in. Yeah, that, that's, that's what it was. <laughs> <clears throat> so the, um, I think the game that most people were looking forward to, Washington football team and New York Giants, another war of attrition. Anyone Giants won. 23 to 20. I had Did to on red zone. There were so many diabolical moments. I was shocking. Uh, there was that one fumble from Antonio Gibson, oh, which kind of epitomized. To to, it was just going back and forth, didn't it? It was, oh, it was, it was just shocking, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, well done to the Giants. You know, the Washington football team are quite a good defense. Um, horrible injury for Kyle Allen. So um, hopefully, as a Speedy recovery looked like quite a bad one there. <clears throat> Are there any players from either of these teams you're comfortable starting at the moment? I'll ask McLaren. you. Terry McLaurin? Oh, you have to start him. I think he's a must-start yeah. going forward. Every week he's just performing, isn't he? And then on the Giants, is there anyone on the Giants you feel comfortable with? Oh, honestly, no one. Um, I did have a question for you guys. What, I, what I don't you guys... want Ingram. Yeah, Ingram's all right. He's been doing all right. I think a touchdown saved his day to this last totally. this week. But if you're in that, if they're in that section where you're looking for, I wouldn't choose him. But if you need someone in that sort of range, I don't of, of a bad bunch, really. That's actually yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. But... I think I think Ingram's exactly that. It's just because of the sort of tight end position, you know, outside of the top guys, it's it's a bit of a crapshoot in that middle section. So you know, he's startable by default, I suppose. Now with Alex Smith on the center, what are you guys' thoughts on uh, J.D. McKissick? On who, sorry? J.D. McKissick. He actually had a very good game this last week. Uh, yeah, season, nine, surprisingly. Nine, nine receptions. But then Antonio Gibson's supposed to be that guy as well, right? Antonio Gibson's supposed to be that all-rounded, you know, runner, running back and catching out the backfield. So... It wouldn't surprise me if next week J.D. McKissick has like two catches and Antonio Gibson has like six or seven. Oh, so, I fundamentally got no confidence in it. Yeah, I couldn't. Maybe as a DFS play, it might not be a bad shout in DFS. I'd imagine his value is going to be quite cheap. Yeah, if you need, if you stack a team up and then have some some real cheap flex player in there, maybe. Yeah, true. Mo, how do you feel with Logan Thomas? I know you own him. Uh, um, I think Smith. I think. You're... I think he'll fair. I think he'll do all right. He just again, he's one of those lowest of the bunch um, tight ends that you know you don't really see much production from tight ends this year. And mm. um, he's 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 a decent flyer if if you if you have no other option. He's a good like waiver wire pickup if you're if your tight ends on a buy. But I mean, look at Mark Andrews. I mean, Logan Thomas is most produced better than Mark Andrews of all people. It just mm. it's just a very tough group this year. It is not many. Um... Tight ends have been reliable this year. Well, outside of Kelsey, I don't know if anyone has to I be would... on it. Well, and and Darren Waller. Waller. Yeah, Drops yeah. reliable, reliably shit every week. <laughs> reliably bad every week. Well, speaking of bad, um, Phil Rivers in Indianapolis Colts and uh, Baltimore Ravens. I mean, bless him, he's had no receivers most of the season, but uh, we kind of know what we've got with Rivers now. Um, you know, it's. Not looking, not looking very good on the eye. I did say one of the prop bets I liked was that he'd throw an interception, and he duly delivered on the interception. Zero passing touchdowns. 
Michael Pittman was back. Um, four receptions. I'm not sure how many targets he had. And as a Jonathan Taylor owner, I'm actually not going to be comfortable starting him now because as soon as he fumbled, he was taken out of the game. He just wasn't wasn't given any carries after that. So it wouldn't surprise me if this week they're playing Jordan Wilkins. And um, and I said, I say that as a big fan of Taylor and as an owner. But uh, T.Y. Hilton's back. Mo, is that someone you'd be interested in starting or just avoiding that completely? I'm staying away. Staying away from that whole wide receiver core. Yeah. Would you start any of the running backs there? In Indy. Oh, I don't. I think maybe matchup wise. I mean, I still like like you said. If if you run the risk of Taylor fumbling, but he's still going to be. You know, I want to say the star back. Uh, as long as the matchup looks good, I, I would maybe play him. But uh, I'm I'm kind of staying away. I mean, it, it's I think it's going to be a, it's going to be a crapshoot again. Wilkins or Hines or Taylor. I mean, another crowded backfield there. And it's kind of similar on the um, Ravens side of things yeah. as well. I mean, Lamar's been really disappointing this this season. Z- zero touchdowns through the air. Did have a good rushing game, 58 yards and a touchdown on the ground. Actually had more carries than J.K. Dobbins or Gus Edwards. I mean, Mark Andrews, just because of the <clears throat> name value, you kind of have to start him if you own him. But are there any Ravens, Paul, that you'd want to be starting what, outside of Lamar? How comfortable are you starting Lamar at the moment? Yeah. I'd, I'd be quite yeah. happy starting Lamar still. Okay. So, he, you know. he has a nice floor with the rushing yards. Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. either, I don't think you have too much of a concern starting him, really. Um, yeah. I, you know, I, I kind of want to be starting um, Marquise Brown, but that scares me a little. Um, that, he, that's really... I think he is disappointed this year as well, Hollywood Brown. I th- yeah, I think the thing with um, with Lamar is right. You've probably taken him with a very early pick, so it's unlikely you've got another quarterback as depth. And then yeah. if you're sort of scouring the waiver wire, you know you're not going to be getting anything like the replacement value. Um, you know, in that week that you sit Lamar, he's probably going to blow up, right, with a couple of <laughs> rushing touchdowns. So that's kind of. I doubt you're going to get anyone you're happy to replace him with. Your confidence is better. If I've got him, I think you're playing him. Would I? Yeah. Would I want to trade for him or pick him? Am I glad I haven't got him? I don't have him in a single league, um, actually. But so here, here's a question. Then this coming Ravens uh, are playing the Patriots, and Dolphins are playing the Chargers. Who would you rather start, Tua or Lamar? Lamar. Yeah, still, still Lamar. Still Lamar. Okay. Yeah. I think waiver wire though, if you don't have a QB, then I think yeah. two is a great start for this week. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. I think in single QB leagues, I'm going to be targeting two. I'm quite heavy on Big Ben in a lot of my redraft leagues. And uh, I mean, not only has he got two injured knees, <clears throat> he's just been put on the um, COVID reserve list. So he could be back for the weekend, but I don't think I'll be starting him. Whereas I liked what I saw from Tua. Um, as a, yeah, just an interesting one. Lamar has been a little bit disappointing, but he's probably got you enough through with his rushing as well uh, to keep you going. Kirk Cousins had a nice game, actually. Really efficient, 220 yards, but three touchdowns on 13 passes. Dalvin Cook, again, had an absolute monster day. Um, glad you made that trade at the moment, Mo. It's working out oh, quite man. well. <laughs> Seller's remorse if, on my end right now. If you had Dalvin Cook, you'd be unstoppable in that league with with Devonte Adams, Jones, DK Metcalf, Deshaun. You, there's no way anyone could touch you. Yeah, that, 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 that's so. that's why I'm kind of, kind of but Seller's remorse there. Tyreek Hill. Oh my God. Oh Tyreek Hill. Yeah, he had a good game. So yeah, Dalvin Cook was absolutely amazing. Um, are you concerned about any of the receivers if you own them? So if you own Jefferson or Thielen, do you think they're still every week starts at the moment? I mean, you know, the Lions did put let a lot of points, but it was largely Dalvin Cook. Receiving game didn't do too much. Don't you think that's just purely because how strong the receiving game was? Sorry, it's how, how strong the rushing game was this week. You know, it was working so well, so why change it? Yeah, and that's why Cousins yeah. only threw for 20 times, I suppose. But that's yeah, always going to be a risk, right, with the with the uh, Vikings, right? If, if they get in the ground 
round game going, then it's you know, Thielen and Jefferson are going to suffer. If it's if it's working, but when you're doing it, obviously keep keep at it. Why need, why why need to mix it up when you don't need to? Yeah, I think I think you're good. Um, yeah, I guess next week, for example, Chicago, they got a good run stop defense, so I I, I would be I'll be comfortable starting the wide receivers. But then you have Dallas, Carolina, and Jacksonville. Dalvin Cook's going to have monster games. And then the last four games, however, with Tampa Bay, Chicago, and New Orleans, um, I think you're safe to throw again. Yeah, I think on those games, you know, you're probably looking at Cook doing more uh, through the air uh, on getting out in the wide and the flat and the seams uh, to try and catch those. Lions, I mean, Matt Stafford had a pretty disappointing day and then he got taken out of the concussion. Is he still an every week start? Is he still a QB one for you? And if he's if he's playing, not not unless Galladay's there. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And how long is Galladay out for at the moment? Um, he was week to week, so we haven't got an update this week. Okay, it's nice to see DeAndre Swift getting more of the work. He's just steadily, steadily getting more work there. Outside of that. You comfortable starting anyone else? Uh, you mentioned Golladay. What about Hawkinson? Is he a must start at tight end? I think so. With the with the limited options you have, I think Hawkinson's moving up. With as long as Golladay's out, which kind of works in verse, I think Hawkinson's a solid start. Yeah, you don't mind the two of those together, really, do you? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you kind of want them all there, don't you? So then they well, get more coverage and a bit more, bit more room. Um, you know, less sort of coverage, I should say, on any one player. Titans and Bears, um, don't let the f- score deceive you. All Chicago's 17 <laughs> points came in the fourth quarter. It was a bit of garbage time. Titans, you know, handle this with ease, you could argue. Tannen Hill was efficient, just like Kirk Cousins. Bit disappointing, I suppose, if you're only in fantasy, but, you know, only 10 completions for 158 and two touchdowns. Derek Henry had a, quite a disappointing game by his standards, only 68. AJ Brown had the really good game. Um, I mean, you'd say now AJ Brown, Derek Henry, and Tannenhill are still must starts. But outside of that, I mean, Mo, you started Corey Davis, and he had, had a goose egg. Oh my god, terrible! Is, is he still a start for you? Or? <sighs> no, I think it's matchup base. Um, I thought Chicago would stop Henry, which did work out. But I thought um, Ryan Tannehill would have to throw more. Because uh, I, I honestly I wasn't sold on Tennessee's defense, but their defense came strong, came out strong against Chicago, so Chicago mm. just was not able to move the ball at all. And from a fantasy perspective, Nick Foles had a pretty good day. I mean, no interceptions, <laughs> three hundred and thirty-five yards through the air for two touchdowns. Sid actually in our league started him ahead of Lamar Jackson, and it proved to be the right decision. I mean, he didn't win the game, but. Points-wise, Fold's got more points. I think the Bears have got an easy game this week. I can't remember who they've got, but Nick Folsom, you're happy as a waiver-wise streamer? Paul, what are your thoughts on Folds? Yeah, I mean, just about. Um, ju- just about. It, does, it, always, it, it doesn't worry about it. I wouldn't start it with confidence. Start him with confidence. What are your thoughts on David Montgomery? Chiggs has just left, so I would have asked him as he owns him. But another disappointing game, 14 attempts for 30 yards, you know, just over two a, two a carry. The, yeah, it's the yards per carry that bother me. Um, I really wanted to draft him this year, and I didn't get him anywhere. I'm quite pleased. I really like Cordell Patterson as well, actually. <laughs> yeah. Again, another, another shocker. So, so I'm actually the opposite. I actually did get him in almost every redraft league I'm in. Um, he's been kind of frustrating. The good thing is they will give you a nice floor of eight points, ten points. You know, this week not no, not saying this week because he was he got injured at the end. But um, his uh, he he's the only back at the moment, and the volume itself speaks, you know, speaks a ton. And I, I mean, I think how it's the offensive line, honestly. So if you watch that game like this, I think the Bears are coming in with um, I think four of the offensive line members were practice squad members. So because of the COVID got them, the COVID bug got them, they didn't really have any starters. So that kind of hindered him this week. Um, he got knocked out with a concussion, which also uh, ruined him. But I think if you look at the matchup-wise, the Bears, uh, going forward, 
he's someone that, you know, if you can get him for cheap, you know, he played Minnesota this week. Then during the playoffs, you have Houston, Minnesota, and Jacksonville. And then you got Detroit and you got Green Bay. I think all teams that you can kind of run 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 against. So I I, I actually kind of like his matchups going forward as long as the volume exists and their O line comes back. I think he's going to be one of those sleeper running backs that are going to give you decent decent points, at least ten points, because the volume itself just speaks well. You know, it's it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, I I actually had a lot of offers where people were offering me David Montgomery and I just haven't ever been sold on him. Um, n- never really been a huge fan. I know he was productive in college, but I don't know. Chicago just seems like one of those places where running backs go to die almost. <laughs> um, I just don't really trust Matt Nagy. I know he was supposed to be like an offensive genius and stuff, but they can't. I know what you're saying about the O-line um, and I hope you know you prove me wrong or he proves me wrong. But I didn't. I don't own him in any leagues, and one of the reasons I had zero RB in illegal contact was I avoided drafting him, and I went DJ Moore. Um, both have been disappointing, in fairness. But I've just never really been sold on Montgomery. So you know, I mean, if you own him like you do Mo, then I hope he turns it around. But I don't know. I just don't really trust trust uh, that team. I feel you. I feel you. So going from bad to superb, um, two superb quarterback performances, Chiefs and Panthers, um, got to give it to Panthers, uh, just showed a lot of fight. I mean, three and six isn't really reflective of the team you've been this season. Um, you've had some unlucky defeats and, you know, really tested the Chiefs to their limit. So um, Mahomes had an absolutely fantastic day, which you kind of come to expect, 372 for uh Four passing touchdowns, so another monster 35-plus point They're just day. so fun to watch, aren't they? They are. Even the Panthers. The Panthers are becoming a fun team to watch I because like the very creative. I like the fake punt that you did as well. That was uh, really creative. And you what called it. You know, you said with Matt Rule. So you must be quite happy with where you are at the moment, I suppose, Mo. Oh, for sure, for sure. I mean, we, we knew this was going to be a rebuild season. I was surprised that we had that three three-game win streak. Um, I'm personally still all about, hey, just try to get the early draft pick. We'd love to get, you know, the, 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 the say the linebacker from Penn State. Um, and um, but I, I like the fact that everyone's still going out and fighting for him, and they're trying. I mean, I mean, Jeremy Chin was out. You know, we've had, you know, we have injuries on the D line. Uh, but yeah, everyone's still out and about and trying hard. I think that's key. I think that kind of that that speaks a lot to the coaching staff that we have there. And I mean, again, against Kansas City. We, you know, we kept it. I mean, came down to the last drive, and we just one thing that I think Panthers have struggled with is protecting Teddy Bridgewater. Our O line has struggled quite a bit, but all in all, I'm happy. Year one as a coach, I, I think he's doing great things. Yep, and Tyreek Hill had a monster day. Um, he's been a little bit hit or miss this season, but he was targeted like 18 times or something crazy. Um, so he turned that into nine for 113 and <clears throat> two touchdowns. I think what I wanted to focus on here is the running game. Um, CEH had another disappointing game. He saved it with a touchdown. Lev Bell, I think, I couldn't start with any confidence at the moment. CEH was not didn't get a rushing touchdown, though, did he? Yeah, as a receiving. Yeah, he, he had a receiving receive. touchdown. Yeah, yeah. so he, it's not he, he didn't even get it as a running back actually. Well, he only had fourteen yards on five carries. You know, yeah. so it's not like he had many attempts. Um, I guess they respected your rush and <laughs> which, uh, or which, target or, or targeted yeah. your corners whichever way you see it but yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah say we, jeremy chin's been really good for you this season so they did beat you through the middle of the park where travis kelsey just ate you know um yeah. i don't know who was covering for him but kelsey had a field day he didn't get a touchdown but 150 60 yards um nice to see cmc back he had a really good day again come what you come to expect Looks like he might be injured this week, so chance he's yep. going to miss the game, unfortunately, which is quite sad, considering you know he's a player. What I want to ask you, Mo, is because I've got him in a lot of leagues. What on earth is going on with DJ Moore? It's it's, it's like Teddy it's, Bridgewater and him have yeah. some sort of beef, and he just <laughs> does not like him. It's it's you know honestly he's just not getting the separation, um, and it's really the offensive. I mean I I think Robbie Anderson is his blanket, his um his safety blanket. 
and he kind of kind of throws towards him. And then Kurt Kurt Kirko, you know, Curtis Samuel, he's just always open. He and he's he's one of those guys that you get him the ball, uh, and you know he he'll make something of nothing. But uh, DJ Moore, I just don't see I just don't see him getting open as much. And uh, honestly, and this was one of the things I think I kind of mentioned. I don't think I could really trust anyone at wide receiver because I just don't know who's gonna who's gonna be targeted more more or less. And I think if you remember, DJ Moore did have one or two games that he, he you know he came out really well. But I think it's one of those situations that kind of like we said with the Browns, like I don't know which 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 wide receiver is gonna do well at a, you know in a given game. I think the one who's been reliable is Robbie Anderson. Yeah, he has been. every every game he's been quite solid. Whereas DJ Moore, as you say, he had one, maybe two games where he was pretty good. But I'm just looking at the game log here. And, you know, there was, okay, three games in the season over 20 points. But then there's four points last game, eight the week before, nine points, nine points, ten. Considering he was being drafted as, like, wide wide receiver five to seven in dynasty startups and probably around a wide receiver 10, 11 in um, redraft leagues. I think he's disappointed on both fronts. And, oh, uh, for sure. I, I, think he, one of those. He, I think he was our one number one candidate of uh, players being drafted way too high. Yeah, absolutely, which we're going to have to cover at some point. Um, so, no, impressive performance by the Panthers. Bridgewater, as you've, you know, I've got to give credit where it's due. You call that. Before two pa- two passing touchdowns, one rushing touchdown as well. Um, he's been really good, really solid contributor for fantasy, and I think he must be a QB one. You know, must be a top ten QB for fantasy this year. So he's um, right up there with the reliable ones for me. With the like, you know, he's not going to get you as many points generally as a Mahomes, but I think at the moment I'm more comfortable starting someone like a Bridgewater than I am Phil Rivers or. Um, definitely, you know, Lamar, maybe even Drew Brees. I think I'm more comfortable starting Bridgewater, so that's credit to him and yeah. how he's come on. Uh, right, next game then was the Bills and the Seahawks. Very high scoring game. Bills were phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. Josh Allen, Paul, I know you got him in a couple of leagues, had an amazing almost all my leagues. You do, don't you? Yeah, you've yeah. got him in almost um, everything, but dynasty leagues as well. I've got him or Dak. Um, oh, right. in most of it because most of ours are two QBs which is uh, disappointing with Dak obviously but yeah and again the game seems closer than it was Bills sort of commanded this largely Josh Allen 415 through the air three touchdowns another touchdown on the ground um, I think we sort of alluded to it earlier and I know that the Seahawks have a good rush defense but the running game is really suffering here Moss and Singletary both sort of failed to do anything. Although, you know, Josh Allen did have 38 passing attempts and completed on 31, so very efficient performer. Stephon Diggs, do you think he's moved into that top five dynasty receiver uh, sort of talk now? How do you rate Stephon Diggs? Sorry, you broke, you broke in the middle. Were you talking to me or Mo there? Oh, uh, either. Let's ask Mo. How do you, how do you rate Stefan Diggs in dynasty purposes? I like him. I think he's um. He, I would say he's definitely a wide receiver one, wide receiver two fringe. Um. Yeah, I think he's he's definitely a must start every week. Uh. He's you know he's gained the volume. He's gained the looks. Um. No, I mean I I think I think he's a solid solid player. I think he's a must start every week, no matter what. In dynasty, who would you rather own, Diggs or CD Lamb? Oh, Diggs in a heartbeat. Yeah. Okay. And Paul? Uh, Diggs as well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm uh, really impressed said, by Diggs. I would have said Diggs even before um, that was injured. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Might, might have been closer then. Um, I mean, Russell Wilson still had a good fantasy day, as he always does. Um, DJ Dallas, I thought, disappointed with his opportunity here. Doesn't look like he's someone who can carry the load. He saved yeah. his day with a touchdown. Um, but Tyler Lockett disappointed. I think this is one of the things we alluded to before that quite often or not, one of Metcalf or Lockett is going to have a down game. Um, it's rare, I think, that both are going to have monster games. So Metcalf at the moment is the one carrying the load, but it wouldn't surprise me if for a couple of games he's 
restricted to sort of 50, 60 yards. But that said, both are must-starts for me. Um, there's no way you can't start them. And still, i got a reference that Paul picked up Metcalf in very dubious circumstances. <laughs> excellent, excellent trade skills. <laughs> Uh, Falcons and Broncos, uh, not again, not as close as the score may suggest. Broncos almost bought it back, but it was largely fourth quarter. Drew Locke sort of struggled. I don't know if it's on him, if it's the Shermer and the offensive calling, but um, it was quite poor. Broncos were missing their top three corners, and I think it showed. They just absolutely went after um, Damian Harris. Um, I think that's his name, and, you know, Likes of Zacchaeus and Hurst had a really good fantasy day. Julio saved his day with a with a, a touchdown there. Um, Gurley again saved his day with a touchdown. How do you value Gurley, Paul? I know you've been high on him before, but I've got him. I've got him in one league, and he fell very very late to me. Um, he's been okay actually for where for where I got him. In fact, he's been quite good for where I got him. But um, mm. it feels like this is near the end um, for me, really, of of it being a high, sort of high in production. And then yeah, he's keeping he's on... a great floor, I think. Right? He's had like almost a touchdown in almost every game. Yeah, he has. Yeah. But I think it's beginning to get to that point. He's gone from being, uh, I, 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 you know, relative, right? I don't mean um, he, he was three years ago untouchable. Oh, yeah. And now he's getting to that point where I go, uh, he's. He's he's quite stable and he's quite he's he's working quite well for where you get him, but um, I I think this is this to me it looks like that sort of um that sort of turning point where he ends up being not you know not someone you can be well not not reliant to get you big points. So would you sell him at this point? He's a guy you would sell. Try to trade uh, away. Yeah, I would. I will, and I've got him. I've got him to go, but I I really want to sell him at the end of this year. Gotcha. Yeah, I think if you're rebuilding, you just want to try and shop him now and uh, just see whatever you can get, really, because there's no point holding him in a rebuild, to be honest. Whereas if you're win now, then, as you say, his floor's been pretty good and in a um, high-scoring team. On the Broncos, Jerry Judy had a, his best game by some consideration. Lindsay and Gordon both struggled. What do you make of that running game? Are you starting either of those running backs? No, I'm staying away. I, I know Chiggs has been trying to shop Melvin Gordon. Um, yeah. uh, uh, he's, he's offered, he just offers random trades yeah. to everybody. Uh, I, I, Dynasty to that point, and even this year, I, I can't trust anyone. I mean, I, I like uh, running back. Wide receivers, um, I'm big. And I think Drew Locke will do well. Um, they lost a tight end for the year, their rookie tight end. Um, but uh, yeah, the running back room. Oh man, I'm staying away from that. Yeah, and then Judy is. Would you be comfortable starting him in PPR leagues? I think would so. Rather... I'd like to have him in a dynasty. Oh yeah. Mm. Who else? Who else would you play instead of him? I mean, I think Judy's. Um, uh, I think the Julie. I think. I think maybe a week ago he was on waiver wires for a lot of uh, redraft leagues. Do you rather start him or DJ Moore? <laughs> I, I hate to say it, but I'm going to have to go with Judy. Well, he's he's the wide receiver one in that offense, and yep. DJ Moore is arguably the two slash three. So yep. um, uh, I don't blame you for that. Um, Chargers and Raiders. This was quite an uh, epic game, actually. Um, mm. Quite end to end. Chargers had a, a touchdown, which was ruled out. Very exciting game. Um, again, Herbert. You felt hasn't a game. I they don't lost think it right but... at the end there, and they thought it won. Yeah, that was quite harsh, but it was probably just about fair as well. I, was, I think it did. was fair. I was quite relieved because I, you know, backed the Raiders anyway, but I had the Raiders plus one and a half. So either way, I won the bet. Yes, I had the Raiders and on the plus one and a half as so well. I was, I was sitting there panicking. I thought I, I forgot they had the uh, spread with them. Kalen Bellage had a pretty good day. <laughs> There's a. A guy we probably thought wouldn't make it in the league. Um, Justin Herbert, he must be a must-start every week now. He's got to be in your top 12, but do you not think he falls into that category yet? Oh, he is, definitely. Another another one I like as a must-start is um, uh, 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 Keenan Allen. Oh, he, he, I think he's putting up wide receiver 1-2 and 
numbers. It is an interesting one because you're a team that's win now. Danny in our tight ends league is a team that's rebuilding. He owns Keenan Allen. What would you give to get someone like Keenan Allen? I think you have to give um, at least, I mean, maybe a rookie top wide receiver, uh, say maybe like a Ruggs or a Rhaegar and probably another first round at least. Yeah, yeah I'd say that's about right. But uh, he, he's just absolutely must start at the moment. Are there any of the running backs on the charges you feel comfortable starting? I'm just waiting for Eckler to come back. Buy, buy Eckler if you can, guys. He, yeah. That absolutely. offense is going to be a monster once Eckler's back. Yeah. The other guys are just going to be l- left to do nothing. It's going to be all Eckler, isn't it? Or largely Eckler. Yeah. Um, Devontae, so not uh, Josh Jacobs. He's he's been a bit disappointing for me. I don't know if you guys fact, own him. I, in I, all I see is him scoring and running and basically being a fairly decent part of it. But I think that's because I traded him to you for Hopkins, who <laughs> hasn't touched a ball since I traded him. Like, <laughs> he's not. That in- was funny because he had like five <laughs> PI calls on him. Yeah, I know from Xavier and Howard. <laughs> I know it's driving me insane. So he's he's sitting there not getting any points. <laughs> he had a bye. Were they buy last week as well? Yeah, yeah. Bye last bye week. Yeah. It's just, it's just. Oh, what is the point of this trade? I, 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 I lost by zero point, point eight uh, points to less than point, and I had Hopkins who gave me in a half PPR who barely gave me five points. And I, uh, I managed to win a league by a half point in a league where we we only do full point scoring, and I won by a half. And oh, it took wow. me to work it out. It's because the defense actually have half point increments at certain points. Oh, oh right. Okay. I was like, wow, how have I, no one's won by a half before. Yeah, we called it. I think the only reliable receiver is probably Darren Waller. Um, I'm not comfortable starting anyone else. Do you feel any differently, Paul, about the uh, Raiders? No, it's about it, isn't it? Cool. Last uh, last few games then. Dolphins-Cardinals, very, very entertaining game. Again, um, quite a close game. Christian Kirk had a really good game. Uh, actually, five for 123 and a touchdown. Uh, Kyler Murray did Kyler Murray things. Is he your QB2 now in Dynasty? Do you still think it's someone like uh, Lamar or somebody else? I'll uh, stick with uh, Josh Allen, actually. Ooh, interesting one. At the moment. Who do you have, Mo? Josh Allen or Kyler? I think I have to still stick with Kyler. Uh, air yeah. raid offense. Um Josh Allen's Josh, Josh Allen. Don't get me wrong; he's he's done great, but he's had a couple down games. Kyle Murray's been pretty a, a lot more consistent, I would say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think for me now, if I was doing a redraft league and I'm pick two in a super flex, assuming Mahomes goes pick one, I'm probably taking Kyler pick two. That's oh, I would, how I think of him. I don't. I don't think I'd take him there. I don't think he's in that. Quite. I mean, possibly the late late first round or second round for sure. But I don't think I'd take either of them. Yeah, I'd still rather have some of the skill players. Oh, okay. That, that's I don't, I I don't, that's he's, fair. I don't, he's where, you know, I, I, you're right. Well, I say you're right. That's what I would have done for um, uh, Lamar and uh, Mahomes, you know, one and two. I t- totally agree that. But I don't think I'd replace him with Murray. I think uh, Kyler's on track to get just as many points as Lamar did last season, to be honest. Um, he's got to be the QB one or two um, on the season. I, just as... I think you're right, but you've now got three QBs kind of there, if you know what I mean. You, you've, you've got... I, I don't think Lamar's done. So instead of having just... No, he's not really, done. So instead of having think... two really top ones, I don't. I wouldn't mind fading back a bit to get one of those two, or if not one of those two. It just, it, it, he, just, he has been exceptionally good this season. Yeah, and it, it's the just adding someone like DeAndre Hopkins opens up the defense a lot more. And, you know, he's able to another 100 yard rushing game. I think his rushing floor is like 60 yards this season. Yeah. He's just been, he's been phenomenal. He's been just like Lamar was last season and, you know, three touchdowns through the air. So he's doing everything. He's getting passing touchdowns, rushing touchdowns. Um, Tua had a really nice game. A um, couple of. Good runs, escaping from defensive pressure, two touchdowns through the air. Nice, he won really his good... first game as well, right? Who's that? Sorry, it's nice he won his first game. He's actually two and zero. He won the game before, but that was yeah. against the Rams, where the, it was all on the defense. Whereas this he was didn't start, he didn't start that one, did he? 
He did. No, he, he did. started. Yeah, oh, he started, okay. but he didn't have to do much. Um, outside of Tua, are there any of the receivers you feel comfortable starting, Mo? Because I, I actually do like Parker and Williams. Preston Williams did get injured. Um, they say he's day to day with that foot injury, but apparently Tua really does like Preston Williams. Um, so those two wide receivers, um, I think keep an eye on them. I think they're they're decent flex uh, starters, if anything. Yep. Cowboys and Steelers, almost a shock of the week when the Cowboys were up for most oh of that God. game. Couldn't, couldn't, and they had a drive to win it at the end as well. So it was a, quite an incredible game to watch. I mean, in spite of that and in spite of Garrett Gilbert looking better than Danucci, would you start any of their receivers or running backs? I'm, I'm staying out of this, yep. I, I don't Paul? even trust Zeke. I don't trust Zeke. No, I don't, I don't trust Zeke. I'm, I'm really glad I haven't got Zeke. Uh, from a Steelers I mean, they're perspective... Just, they're just a mess, aren't they? Yeah. Steelers had to do it through the air. I mean, Big Ben threw 42 times. Three touchdowns in that as well for 306. Smith-Schuster's really come on, actually. He's been really good last couple of games, last three games. Um, you you comfortable in starting Smith-Schuster at the moment? I think he's a good. I think he's a good flex option. Him um, again. I, I see this as a, cl- a crowded uh, wide field room, a wide wide receiver yeah. room, and then you got Washington, Claypool, Johnson, Juju. Um, one good thing. One good starter like is start start Ben. Big Ben should be good to go. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see what happens with him. I mean, he's got he's got the Bengals, so could yeah, be. They, they, good... they did say um, as long as he uh, tests negative for the next five days, um, he's going to start. But there's also a story that he's injured both of his knees, right? It is, so. but he said it's nothing. So, I mean, and, and you know Big okay. Ben, he's a, he's a warrior. So, talking of teams with messy running back, sorry, wide receiver situations, the Buccaneers, they've obviously added Antonio Brown. They got absolutely trounced. It was just a mauling by the New Orleans Saints. Really impressive performance all round by the I Saints. any of it. I was really, I was, I was looking forward to watching this, not at work the next day. And I didn't watch it at all because it was just such a demolishing of the Bucks. Yeah. I mean, Brady had a really bad game. Um, well, what happened? They, uh, Saints got ahead early. Then they turned the ball over when the Bucks were in the red zone. Um, and then there's a fumble on a punt. So uh, Saints had another um, scoring drive. So they, they, had, they were five scores up. In the first half, you know, it was a thirty-one to zero after first half. So it was just an. It was, as I said, special teams, um, offense, defense. They were they were just excellent. I mean, Three interceptions on Brady. You look at this roster on paper, all the way through offense and defense. Uh, you know, they should be so strong. I bet they. I think they come back from this pretty strong, but. Uh... Who who is the receiver you're most comfortable starting on the Bucks? Or Evans, Godwin, or Fortnite. Brown? <laughs> Fortnite. Uh, I think Evans actually. I I would say Evans. Yeah. I think it's kind it's of like the touchdown upside. Yeah, he's got he's got the ends. Yeah, like if anything, if he has zero receptions, um, in the end zone, zero. he's gonna he's gonna get targeted. Yeah, I mean, considering he threw thirty eight times, Brady had a pretty shocking game, only twenty two completions um this was a brand new nfl record by the way only four rushing attempts um which is a low in the history of the nfl um, really? six was the previous low so yeah four uh by the bucks and then breeze had a really nice game four touchdowns through the air very efficient <laughs> Taysom hill he's just he's just <laughs> mr do it all isn't he he had a two Two out of two completions through the air. Seven carries for 54 yards. He actually had more rushing yards than Kamara or Latavius Murray. And then he had a catch for <laughs> 21 yards. It's a bit of a weird question, but if any of your apps do allow you to play him in a flex spot, would you? I, I don't think so. It's, yeah. Yeah. It, it's fun, but he's no, not in fantasy, right? Yeah. He's, he's such, he's such a, it's such a high risk. You're just asking for too much there, are you? Yeah. If I mean, uh, if, if you can play him a flex, you're talking super flex, unless you mean like just 
on principle would you put him in if you could just get his value from no him? not super flex i mean in like a position where you could otherwise put a running back wide oh, receiver I see. because he's actually listed as a quarterback you mean yeah he'll be listed as a quarterback yeah, yeah. yeah. No, i still don't think so yeah, i don't think so either and uh, final game of the week uh, jets versus the patriots <laughs> the jets almost won and quite convincingly it took something Flacco quite... actually lost that game for them yeah, he won it and then he lost it for them. Um, it's a bit of a shame because Flacco had a really good game. Otherwise, oh, I actually I actually woke up to watch that the, end, the ending bit, and there's five minutes left. Um, uh, uh, they were up. Jets were up by seven. You know, you have you just got the ball. The first play. What does Gase decide to do? Throw a deep interception. Oh. Yeah, he's like, there's there's too much risk here that they could lose that number one pick. So, um, <laughs> is that right? How can I jeopardize this? How can I do what would Adam Gase do? Is what Gase was probably telling himself, and uh, he did indeed. No, good performance by Flacco. I think, as an emergency QB, you'd probably feel okay starting him, considering you put 27 on the Patriots, one of the better defenses in the league. Uh, Cam Newton um, had a good game on the ground, two rushing touchdowns. No passing touchdowns, and I don't think you can rely on him really for passing touchdowns. But the player I wanted to mention here, uh, Jacoby Myers, um, two or three games in a row now, he's been Cam's favorite target. Is he a must start in PPR for you at the moment? I think as long as Edelman's out, uh, I'm, 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 I'm going to just kind of say yes. Yep. As a team that's trying to win now, would you give up your late second for someone like Myers? Uh, no, because I don't, I don't see that holding. Uh, I think once Edelman comes back, uh, I think that that might change a little bit. That could be Edelman. And then what about any of the running backs? I think Damian Harris went down. He he started well, 14 for 71. I think he went down injured, and then Rex Burkhead took over and got the uh, touchdown. But are there any of the running backs you're comfortable starting in PPR? Uh, nope. No. <laughs> yeah, never. I think, again, Damian Harris for bye week feeling, but you don't want to rely on him, do you, really? Okay, well, that was week nine in the bags. As I said, hope you're, uh, you know where you stand now in your dynasty leagues. If you're trying to win now, start making those trades, especially if you have trade deadlines coming up. If you're trying to rebuild, start trading away some of your players. And uh, if you have any questions, then reach out to us on our social media. But for now, that's me signing out. Mo. Giddy up. And Paul. Keep well. Take care.